Thanks for stopping by, it's J-Rom, and today I wanna to talk to you about the resistance. And no, not the Star Wars resistance, but the resistance in our heads, in our brain, more specifically, the lizard brain. This is the part of your brain that doesn't let you do what you want to do and for you to chase your dreams. Now, many of you might've heard over the years through various podcasts, science articles, science channels, that there is a part of our brain that favors survival. And that is actually the reptilian brain. And from the reptilian brain, other parts of our brain, other parts of our brain has, have developed, such as the neocortex and pretty much everything else around it. And the cool thing about it is that it tells us that the role of the reptilian brain has decreased over the years because as society has started to function in a more ordered and structured state, we no longer have to rely on tribes, trial and error, and most importantly, patterns in order to have a successful and long life. Now the reptilian brain favors three things in particular. It favors patterns, because in prehistoric times, the more likely you were to stick to the traveled path, the more likely you were to eat the red berry, because that one's the one that didn't kill you and your friends, and the less likely you were to obey the rules of the tribe, the more likely you were to survive. Now, if you take that into consideration and how the reptilian brain helped us to function at an early time during the prehistoric era, that particular function doesn't serve us today. Now we have a bit of a structured community and people around us have different modes of communication we no longer have saber tooths hopefully not the ones that i know of coming out coming out from the woodworks and trying to attack us in our huts now the same fear can be triggered from someone attacking us on the internet in front of our keyboards it's the same response but different learned environment second thing is procreation the reptilian brain really loves procreation because procreation is what creates survivalism and the progeny to continue to produce. If there is no need to procreate and have sex, there are no more humans, and that is why the urge is really high to go make some babies. And there's a reason why Usher and all these R&B songs are so fire, because they help you get in the mood and it really caters to that really instinctual part of our beings. So two things so far, patterns, reptilian brain favors patterns for survival, procreation, and also self-servicing. This part of the brain is more is very selfish. If you think about a chicken or an actual lizard, animals live a very different life than humans. Humans have self-awareness. We can be aware of our thoughts versus animals. Animals kind of live the day-to-day -day life and don't have a particular set of rules or obligations to the society around them. We just tend to love them unconditionally. Whereas we, the reason why we have, I guess, dominion or a little bit of superiority over them in terms of control and seeing the world is because we have the ability to be self-aware, to be monitoring, we have the ability to monitor our thoughts. Now, the reason I talk about the reptilian brain so much to my friends and my family and you, of course, my homie on the other side of the mic, is because I want you to understand it to the point where it doesn't control your life anymore. You're able to understand that, hey, this is a part of me that was important for survival many, 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 many years ago, but today, this is not serving the purpose of survival. In fact, it is hindering you from growing into the better version of you, the part of you that the neocortex and the limbic brain understands that needs to be changed because as the climate change, the economical climate of the, of the environment we live in, we no longer need to have berries to exchange for fish. We don't have to exchange fish for oranges or we don't have to have sex with the chief's daughter to have <laughs> our kids or the right to live in the village. It's a very different social structure. We have to unlearn these conditions and the most effective way that I tell you to do this or that I've learned from my mentors is meditation. Meditation 
keys into one very strong aspect of your personality, and that is the ability to monitor your thoughts, your self-awareness. If you are aware of how your brain is thinking based on any particular event, then you will be able to change that behavior and thought. So let's go over that list again really quick. The reptilian brain, it wants to eat, it wants to sleep, and it wants to bang. And that is the reason why the reptilian brain is both awesome and kind of like childish, you know? I mean, some people that I can, I run into on a daily basis, you can tell that they kind of go with the impulse, go with the emotion, let the reptilian brain do the thing. But we cannot be reactive. I mean, sure you can, but to be reactive means you are relinquishing controls of your brain and your personality that can make you a better person. And what do I mean by a better person? Well, it doesn't mean that you're tied to a particular set of morals, beliefs, or values, but rather it means that you are able to focus on and pretty much express parts of your soul or your being that perhaps your, your, your reptilian brain is holding back. To be a better person means, to, to, in my words, to be a better version of yourself to express to the world because you have within you certain gifts experiences that are unique to you and the world needs to know that it is through interacting with one another through co co uh, coalition i suppose cohesion and just community that we're able to look out for one another because if you think of a prehistoric tribe their community and their communications are very limited and so were their survival rate but now in today's society we have so many different ways to communicate but no one is really talking to one another they're not really providing useful information at a large scale and it's really crazy because nowadays if you think about it many jobs that people have can easily be it can easily be replaced by google i mean if you want a piece of information you google that shit and it's out there maybe 20 years ago when the internet was not as prevalent as it is today skilled labor rather things like scientists or people who had or doctors who needed to know a very particular thing memorized in their brain were more valuable because they had the ability to access that information and study it for many years but as society goes on and it's changing into a more information and digital age you will see the decline of these jobs and the importance of these jobs decrease and this is pretty much what happens during times of economic recession this and i guess i should clarify this Recession has less to do with the skills of the individual and people not being prepared for the next level of job structure. Recession has more to do with, oh, you're giving out loans that people can't pay back and so there's a crash in the market. At its most basic terms, that's what I think it means. But for you, the consumer, the middle class person, this, is, this affects you the most. And so how do you become somebody that's indispensable? You have to really try to shut off the majority of your reptilian brain yeah it's cool to you know have sex that's a very pleasurable thing to procreate or that's the same thing um to form patterns find a bit of complacency in your life because that gives you some structure and to sleep you know these are things that are very pleasurable and most people do anyway but does it prepare you for anything does it make you indispensable when the next wave of recession hits and people have to be let go is your job going to be removed from their position because of the ability of automation or because you just provide the same benefit as Google. You have to really consider these things. And the parts of you that are indispensable are the ones that you can express that's, that are deep within your soul that your reptilian brain needs to overcome. Now I think past the age of 25, the reason why trauma is a very big 
reset button for people to change their behavior is because well i think once you get to a certain traumatic experience the 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 reptilian brain has sort of failed its purpose you have undergone some extreme stress you have done something and the pattern needs to be broken for it to survive so it says okay i'm gonna chill out i'm gonna let the neocortex do its thing think of an idea really get my shit together and change my trajectory of life so that ends up being the overreading the over the, the password override that allows you to unlock things but what i'm trying to tell you is that you don't have to have a trauma or a very particular thing happen to you in order for you to change that behavior whereas most of the time that behavior change is you just quieting the reptilian brain focusing on the neocortex what you're meant to do create your artwork tell your truth express it no matter what anybody says and put it out into the world so the resistance used to serve a purpose our reptilian brains used to serve a purpose but you have to understand you're not a chicken you're not a lizard a chicken as a literal animal you are a human being who has the ability to be self-aware use that gift express yourself quiet the reptilian brain and i'll go over more episodes on how to do this and be your awesome self and contribute to society and become indispensable thanks for tuning in it's jram again catch you in the next episode take care